Once you've finished the interviews, there's still a lot of hard work ahead. Some questions work, some don't. Did the interview run too long? Probably. You'll have to cut it down. So here are some great ideas for how to wade through all that audio. Remember, entries for the Student Podcast Challenge must be eight minutes or less. Today, you'll learn how to trim away all the extra stuff and just leave the good parts in an episode from earlier this year. Enjoy! Lauren. Yes, Alyssa? Do you have a word for what it feels like to have to cut hours of audio into just a few minutes? Yeah, it's a Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) And a Tuesday. Because you do this all the time. This is your job. All the time. Every story we do, we take like three or four hour-long interviews and we somehow magic it down into like four minutes. (laughs) And if you're making a podcast, you might even record yourself for like 30 minutes. Yeah. And and to cut all of that, it's just it's totally daunting and overwhelming every time. And if you're listening and you're in the middle of this. And it sounds familiar. (laughs) Sounds familiar. You've recorded yourself or you've recorded your classmates and now you have to pick the best stuff. This episode is for you. Yeah. A life preserver. If you feel like you're (laughs) drowning in tape. I'm Alyssa Nadworny. And I'm Lauren Magaki. And you're listening to NPR's podcast that's all about making a podcast. Each week, we have short episodes filled with tips and tricks and inspiration to help you make an amazing podcast entry. Today, we're figuring out what to keep and, more importantly, what to cut out of your podcast. And so we put this question to our friend and reporter, Sarah Gonzalez, who helps make Planet Money. Planet Money is an economics podcast, but it's like a fun economics (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Sarah's awesome. And she's actually also a judge for the podcast challenge. So when she goes out and does an interview, she has this advice for figuring out which parts of that whole long interview you should use in your story. One of the best tricks in the book is just when you finish the interview, come back to your desk and think, Okay, what do I remember from that interview? Just those three moments that you remember, you remember them for a reason. Pull them, use them. There's a reason why you remember them. The reason she remembers them is probably because it was the most interesting and exciting part of their conversation. And so she'll pull that part of the audio. So pulling audio. Sometimes we even (laughs) say pulling tape, which is kind of like a nod to like the days of yore when there was tape. Basically means that you're picking and saving good chunks of audio. And when it comes to what exactly she should pull, Sarah says she uses emotion to steer her. I tend to pull anything where, like, if someone made me laugh or made me think or feel something in some kind of way, it's like, definitely, you're going to want to pull that tape. So Sarah's tips are pretty much what you and I do. Yeah, thanks for backing us up, Sarah. (laughs) But it kind of got us wondering... Is there science behind these tips? So we called someone who's an expert on memory and the brain. I am Dr. Pooja Agarwal. I am a cognitive scientist. She's a professor at the Berkeley College of Music. Learning and memory is so embedded in what we do with everything. So we filled Pooja in on our dilemma of like having way too much tape and having to cut it down. That's a tough challenge. (laughs) Her best suggestion is something she calls the two things rule. After an interview, I would suggest just writing down on a piece of paper, again, maybe two things that you'd hope to include in the final podcast episode, maybe two parts of the interview that seem particularly engaging. Sound familiar? (laughs) Yes. 
It's exactly what Sarah does and what we do. I would want to broaden it out. It's not just a two things rule. It's maybe a few things rule. Yeah. And it's backed by research because this is how we learn. Like, this is how our memory works. There are two really important things to the two things rule. Right. The first is that the sooner the better. Our memories for pretty much anything fade really quickly. And the other thing is, and this I struggle with a lot, you actually do need to get this stuff out of your brain. Like you have to write it down or say it out loud. There is a lot of research demonstrating that saying it out loud is really important and really beneficial for memory as opposed to covertly think in your head. Yeah, because I think there is a tendency, at least when we finish interviews, to kind of trust your brain. Oh, I'll remember this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've thought about it. I'll remember it when it comes time to write. But actually, that's not really true. Absolutely not. <laughs> Trusting our brains gets us into a lot of trouble. Okay, so don't trust your brain, Lauren. Nope. <laughs> Cannot be trusted. When it comes to emotion, you know, laughing, crying, excitement, Pooja is like, yes, Sarah Gonzalez is onto something. Emotion matters. There's a lot of research demonstrating that emotion helps us remember better. Whether it's negative emotions or positive emotions, what we call emotional valence, um, having that aspect really helps solidify that memory because, in part, that emotion drives what is relevant for us. So you remember that piece of audio we played earlier? That's a tough challenge. <laughs> so I love that piece of audio. I mean, Me too. it's not like she's saying something crazy profound, but just that giggle like makes me connect to her as a human being. Yeah, it makes me like her. And that's what you're trying to do with a podcast. You're trying to connect with people. But Pooja says, do it in moderation. You don't want a whole podcast full of giggles. But research shows that balancing moments of humor with serious moments, it benefits our understanding and our memories of things. And when you have a mix of emotions in a podcast, it makes the story feel really deep. And it's actually like closer to how we experience the world. Once you've picked the best chunks of audio, you got to think about where it goes in your story. So when I'm working on a story, I always put my favorite bits right up at the top. Yeah, and it's a great way of like grabbing people and pulling them in and making them want to listen to your piece. Yeah, and if they turn it off, then at least they've heard the good stuff. Right, and there's science <laughs> to back it up. Pooja says that we should think about something called the primacy and recency effect. Primacy and recency. It sounds fancy and academic, but just think about it for a second. The primacy and recency effect uh, essentially is that as human beings, we remember the beginning and we remember the end of things. Okay, okay. So primacy, the first thing we hear, and recency is the most recent thing, so the last thing we hear. When we think about the primacy and the recency effect, you can kind of picture a graph with a U-shape. Pooja gives a great example of this using U.S. presidents. Everyone remembers George Washington, and everyone remembers the most recent presidents, but you see this massive dip in the middle. In the middle, I mean, I know that there's something kind of major in there, right? <laughs> there's like this big, in America's story, there's this big event. Do you know where I'm going with this? I'm thinking the Civil War. Right, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> but again, who was the president before and after Abraham Lincoln? Very few people remember that. 
Oh, that is so true. <laughs> that is so true. I guess the question is, what do presidents have to do with making a podcast? So what it really is about is that you need something interesting in the middle, right? Yeah. That's why books and movies and really good podcasts have something happen in the middle of them. So when you're putting your podcast together, you want to think about the beginning and the end. And you want to have an interesting middle because no one wants to listen to a boring podcast. Okay, to recap all of this, Pooja helped us see that the two things rule, or how I like to call it, the few things rule, you know, <laughs> writing down a few important things after the interview, that's backed by memory research. And people connect with emotion. So when you're listening back through your tape, keep the stuff that makes you feel something, a laugh, or it makes your heart hurt, or it just makes you think about something more deeply. All right, so for extra credit today, apply the two things rule. You can use it on a long interview you've recorded. Or you can use it on a book you've read or a movie you've seen. Just remember to write down a few things that you remember. And if you want super extra credit, try this after you've listened to a podcast. So Sarah Gonzalez, the reporter that we heard from at the top, her favorite story that she's ever done is called Peak Sand from Planet Money. And it's all about how the world is running out of sand. And so there are entire beaches that are being stolen and there are sand mafias. And it's a really important resource that we're running out of. You can find that by searching the title wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, it's called Peak Sand. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Blue Microphones. Blue has helped millions of podcasters, musicians, and storytellers to raise their voices since they began making mics over 25 years ago. Blue is best known for creating Yeti, the iconic mic that plugs straight into your laptop so you can sound great, even if you've never recorded before. Visit bluemic.com and click Get Started to find the mic that's right for you. That's our show for today. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at NPR underscore ed and subscribe to our newsletter to stay up to date on this year's student podcast challenge. Our college competition opened earlier this month and the high school and middle school competition opens on January 1st. Today's episode was produced by me, Sequoia Carrillo, and edited by Steve Drummond. It was hosted by Alyssa Nadworny and Lauren Magaki with music by Sam D'Agostino. Thanks for listening to our show this week, and we can't wait to listen to yours.